Thank you guys for tuning in. Today, I have a very, very special guest, somebody from home, someone who I grew up with. Um, today, we have Joseph Peralta on the program. Joe. What's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Um, this is a new show that I that hasn't even come out yet, so... Thank you for agreeing to be on it before you've even seen an episode. That's love. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, man, how are you doing, though? Like, for real? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, working in this new field uh, with cranes and stuff as a mechanic, which is new to me, but I enjoy it. It keeps me busy, and, you know, I'm doing this fighting thing, which I'm really happy about. The mechanics of you, how long ago did you start doing that? Maybe, like, two, almost three years now. I'm sure... The pandemic has kind of affected business in a lot of ways in terms of fighting. So, like, how has that been for you, like, dealing with, you know, becoming an up, up-and-coming fighter and getting a name for yourself, but also COVID hitting while your rise is kind of happening? How has, like, that been, for better or for worse? It's definitely been a speed bump for sure. Um, you know, with all the gyms closing and everything, what we did was we have a few people at our gym and we just link up, go to a park. These days, I'm doing more solo stuff just because everything is starting to rise in L.A. a lot more. Yeah. And uh, I'm just trying to be careful. So just doing yeah, my man. own thing. That, the pandemic has, like, really just, like, humbled everybody. Like, every, whatever anybody had going on, it's like you just got to be patient to an extent and, like, still work at it. But the pandemic has just slowed everything down and just told everybody to take a seat really quick. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> We all had our plans in 2020. It was like, nah, this is what's going to happen. We definitely all had our plans. And I mean, for me, I moved out to L.A. But when I had decided to move to L.A., it was before COVID was ever even like something that I even thought about. Some, yeah. Like before, before I made the decision to move here, you couldn't have even told me that this was going to happen. And like, I would have believed it. This is like all from <clears throat> this is. This seems like a really shitty horror movie. That's yeah. what it seems like. Like, I want to wake up and be like, all right, my fight's next week. Let's get it. Yeah, man. It feels like a fucking horror movie that it's, it's just, like, literally unfathomable. Like, I would have been like, no way. It would have been, like, I would have thought that it was impossible to shut down everything. Like, no way the government can do that. They're, they need to make money. But, like, nine months in, yeah, we're still, we're still fucking here. And, I mean, I'm glad to see that you're still, like, you know, keeping in shape, still working, fighting, uh, socially distancing too while you can because yeah. shit is getting crazy in L.A. Um, but I think as long as we stay ready when things go back to normal, things can hopefully pick up okay. where everything fucking left off. Because from what I had seen, you had gotten into a lot of fights. Like as of like 2019, you've been yeah. fighting more, getting into the scene more. Um has that been something that moving to LA has been able to help you, like leverage opportunities? Uh, for sure. I mean, I've only had like three fights, but um, I had. But that's some... a lot with boxing, right? Like boxers only fight every few months, right? Yeah, they uh, like as pros, like two to three times a year. If that, sometimes dudes only fight like once, twice a year. But yeah, I've been trying to be very active. The goal for 2020 was to fight every month or every other month, depending on injuries. Is that more common for like the up and coming scene to fight more often? Um, it, it depends. Uh, really, we're just pushing for a lot of experience because in 2021, I was going to try and go pro. Yeah. And our coach was like, let's get you as much experience as possible. Like, let's let's just let's just do it. Yeah. Well, is that like 
like do you ever because i i like you know fully um to be fully transparent i i've always admired mixed martial arts boxing from afar but it's not something i know too much about but like okay. in terms of challenging your body to fight every month like is that something your body can handle without you worrying about health complications oh for sure it, it just goes into really how you train you know if you train smart you're going to notice that a lot of those guys who do they don't get injured as much you know at our gym we have a lot of amateur fighters we had a couple of pro fighters here and there but not too many injuries and you know it's frequent if you want to go like the coach will push you and we'll make it as frequent yeah. as possible that's scary to me as like a normal person just to like be in that world is just like crazy to me like i was watching some of your instagram videos and the fights and i'm just like i'd be so fucking scared <laughs> <laughs> i'd be so fucking scared but also i've never even been in a real fight yeah. how did you get into like mixed martial arts like did you like get into a fight one day as a kid and we're like, nah, this is never happening again. I'm never getting my ass whooped. I'm going to go to the gym and learn how to fight professionally. Uh, I actually always loved martial arts as a kid. I was never able to train, but I admired it and I never really cared too much about fighting. I just would get bullied, get my ass beat, and I just wanted to learn to defend myself. And as I got older... At what age though did you make a conscious decision to train though for the first time? When I was able to... 18 was when I decided like, I want to do this... Um, or like I can do this you know mm -hmm. but I always wanted to train when I was younger like 10 years old was when I was really like you know if I ever get the chance I'm gonna take it I'm gonna do it wow so that's pretty pretty young 10 years old thinking about it and then 17 like taking it yeah that's crazy so like early on when you when you first started training at 17 um how long after that until you maybe did your first like kind of fight like not even like a professional fight but like first time you like you know fully fought somebody like after fully, that fully fought someone um as silly as it sounds like in high school we were doing um because there was no mma gyms around us in Porchester. you so guys had a fight club situation going yeah on. <laughs> we really did everybody had like different martial arts styles that they would do and like i was always trying to learn some stuff and then we were like we all like mma like let's just go to rec park and like fight Wow. And we did that for a while until we found gyms and started actually training and learning. Wait, Red's Park? That's the one? Red Park, the one by... Oh, uh, that's the one where everyone plays soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's why I'm so glad we did this interview because we're all the way out here in Los Angeles, but you're from Porchester, so, like, no one will understand Red's Park and what that means to Porchester. Like, granted, I only went there to smoke weed as a child. <laughs> I didn't do anything productive there, but between, like, you guys training and the soccer kids, like, that park, I feel like, is just yeah. like a gem. In Everybody Portia. would just go there and do their own thing. Yeah. You can go sledding when yeah. there's snow. <laughs> like, that. that's a special park. Um, so then you went to the military after um, when you turned 18. and um, uh, I actually went to college for a little bit, and I dropped out. And then I went into the military. So how I, long were you in college before you decided to go to the military? Uh, I was 20. So at the time, I had... I was like two years. Yeah, I met this one coach, uh, Anthony Santanetti in Long Island, New York, and he had this program where, like, if you try out for the team and make it, we'll train you for free. So I was like, oh, okay. So I got three of my other friends who really wanted to train, and, like, we would, like, split the cost of going to Long Island, training everything. And then um, <clears throat> as I, like, dropped out of college to try and focus on that a little more, you know, like, I wasn't really working, and everything just kind of fell apart. So my brother was like, listen... You need to get yourself together. Why don't you join the Marine Corps? 
help your little brother out. oh my older brother my oh. stepbrother okay i don't know him i know josh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so he kind of suggested that and then i was like you know what yeah i gotta get my shit together yeah man backtrack uh to you know you making your name in the scene you know you know, you said you only done three fights but you know you're making a name for yourself uh how does it feel to be dominican in boxing uh, it feels good i know in the martial arts community especially there's not too many i literally follow one other dominican who's a pro um and you repping that flag yeah. i saw that shit on your instagram <laughs> you were running up and down the octagon with that yeah. shit i'm like yo i love to see that shit yeah I, I don't know man like there's not a lot out there and i feel like if maybe that inspires somebody else then let's do it but yeah. Dominicans, we're, we're more than just guys who like to party and smoke. Yeah, people, you know, like, not, we do. We're multifaceted. Some yeah. are podcasters, some are fighters. Like, yes. we don't just drink Brugal and get lit on Dykeman. <laughs> do you feel, um, I guess, it, I'm sure you're still able to find, like, like you don't feel um, like other, right? There's still, like, a lot of different um, ethnicities and, like, people in boxing, right? Like, it's oh, not like sure. you're necessarily the only minority or in their field, no, right? No, no, there's a lot, especially like now that it's growing, especially in like uh, South America and everything, you're, gonna, you're seeing a lot more. Yeah. I was really happy last year they did like a UFC event in Uruguay, which was crazy. Wow. But um, yeah, they're trying to expand. Everybody's jumping in on it. If you look in Dominican Republic, they have some training camps out there too. They have some teams. So it it's, it's popping everywhere now. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Um, uh, so... One thing I kind of wanted to get into, because like I said, I don't know too much about boxing, so I kind of want to just get into the psyche of a boxer, because that's something I can understand, like just your experience mentally going through this. Like, as a boxer, as in any field, you have to worry about performing. But the difference in boxing is if you don't perform, it comes along with getting hit. Yeah. So, like, are boxers scared? Or just MMA fighters? Like, are you guys, like, scared when you get into a ring? Or do have you basically become numb to the punches to the point where it's like, I have no problem fighting until my lights go out? No, I mean, you go through a wide range of emotions. For my first fight, it was a little different. Like, uh, me as a person, I'm always very nervous up until I do something. And then once I start, like, I just hyper-focus and I go for it. But for my first fight leading up to it, I felt really good. I felt confident. And um, I was a little thrown off at the fact that I wasn't nervous. Mm -hmm. And then um, I remember when we weighed in, because you weigh in in front of everybody who's fighting that night. And then they have you like stare at your opponent. And I could just see in his eyes, like he was super nervous. Yeah. And that just gave me this. And like, I really felt invincible. Like I ran over to my coach. I was like, coach, I'm going to win this fight. That's wow. it. And he was like, oh, okay. So, but do the nerves stem from, I don't want to fail or actual fear? Because for me, like full transparency, like I think I would be afraid to get beat up. Like, is that the, where the fear stems from? Like fear of getting physically hurt or just feel fear of failing? Everything. You run through everything. For that first fight, I didn't feel it. But for the second and third, like I felt scared that I was going to get embarrassed in front of my family. I felt embarrassed that. I was going to be, you know, repping this flag and putting this pressure on myself and get beat up. Like, I felt like I was not going to represent my team, my coaches, and I just felt like I was going to fall short. And then, like, you just have to tell yourself, like, no, I'm I'm doing extra work. I'm, I'm, I'm literally running 13 miles every week. Like, no, I'm putting in too much work to go down like wow. that. Wow. That's, that's like a 
a battle on like so many different fronts yeah like you're just dealing with i don't like like you said everything like from failing your family to like i don't want to get hurt and but also i have all these things on, like it's just so many like you're literally like a gladiator <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it's a crazy like i can't it's like beautiful because for me like i hate seeing I hate seeing fight videos online, like not like professional fighting, but yeah, I hate like seeing star. I hate seeing world star shit because yeah. to me it's like it it pains me to just like see like senseless violence. Yeah. But like with professional fighting, it's like an art. Like I mean, it is an art. It's mixed martial arts, and it's just like a beautiful dance to watch, but also kind of thrilling because it, it's like when somebody gets hit, it's like oh shit, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's it, it is and um, Cub Swanson, he's a pro UFC fighter. I had the honor of training with him for like a year and a half, almost two years, and he's really quoted by saying like, "I want to create beautiful destruction," and I think that kind of just really puts MMA into like, yeah, it's beautiful uh, destruction. Yeah, That's like the perfect no, the perfect word or phrase word, for yeah, that. Like, it just describes it to a T. Yeah, and it's it's scary in a lot of ways. Um, yeah like just to like watch it sometimes like sometimes i fear like when it gets to the point of you know that part of a fight where that person you can just tell by the way they're throwing their punches they're not there they're on their way to getting knocked out yeah like they got hit so hard on that one knee that now they're just like doing the the dance yeah, like wiggle. and when it gets to that <laughs> point i'm like ah oh, shit he's about to get like i get scared for that person but yeah. it's like I don't know. It's like a thrilling experience watching fights. Um, I haven't seen a good fight in a long time. Uh, they just had some fights. Actually, Cub Swanson fought last night, Saturday. He won. You know that um, one. I, I I heard about it. Um, I, I I'm like a bandwagon. I only watch like the really really big ones. Like no, no big deal, man. Like when Mayweather fights or whatever. Like yeah, big what, names, big events. Yeah, those are the, like the pay per view ones or whatever. Like I've seen, I've just seen those like throughout the years, and those are always like. As a casual person who doesn't know anything about the field, it's just like a good time. Yeah. Um, shit. I mean, <laughs> we could talk about one recent fight. Uh, what do you think about the the Nate Robinson situation oh, with <laughs> with Logan or Jake Paul? <laughs> to me, it looked like Nate Robinson just got emotional. He he walked in there with a lot to prove. Like he had a chip on his shoulder. Did he actually seem like a like a from a technique perspective did he look respectable in the ring at all or did he have no business being there to me he he looked like he got too emotional and he he whatever his coaches taught him he threw it away because he was just running and throwing haymakers like had he took a breath and like really you know fought his fight he would have did a lot better but yeah. both of them they they just throw heavy shots and they did not look crisp or clean yeah what a yeah jake like I feel like people are regarding him as like a a threat to be like considered or whatever. Yeah, but what I think is is just hype right now. And you got to remember, like him, his brother, and all them. Like they're YouTube, they're hype people, they're hype men. They yeah. they get you all gassed up. But once he goes against legit competition, it's it's not gonna look good for him. Oh, Logan, the older brother, he's yeah. like a serious boxer, is what people say. He had a, a couple pro boxing matches, but. Again, it's all just like uh, he's only it's only because he's a YouTuber that it's even garnering any attention. Yeah. The crazy part is it's garnered so much attention that he's literally fighting the best boxer, arguably, of our generation. Mayweather. Like, that's crazy that he's fighting Mayweather. And it's like, 
why do you think he even entertained this shit? Like, you, I guess for the bag. The money, the money, the money, the money. Boxing, man, those guys, there's a lot of money floating around. And Mayweather is a genius when it comes to making money. He's the money making team, the money team. Ooh. So I don't blame Logan for trying to do that at all. If if they offered me a fight against Mayweather, yeah, who who I wouldn't would. take that? It's I'll definitely that. more on Mayweather, but it's also, I guess, like to actually have like a, a intellectual conversation on it. I feel like the reason you see these things happening is because MMA has pretty much like overshadowed boxing in a lot of ways. Um, what do you, do you think that they're they're doing these fights because they're kind of trying to um, bring back hype because MMA is pretty much like the standard nowadays. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think boxing is desperate right now? And also, what would you consider yourself? Because you're more MMA than boxing, right? Yeah, uh, I definitely have more of a like boxing base, but I'm de- I'm more of an MMA guy. I haven't done any boxing matches, just MMA fights, but because there's more demand for that. I guess, right? Well, I, I just find it more fun. I enjoy the grappling. I love it. I think it's great, even though all my fights have been standing up. Yeah. But <clears throat> to answer your question, I do feel like MMA has kind of surpassed it in a way. Mm-hmm. And these fights are what is killing boxing, in my opinion. I feel like these crazy Logan Paul, like anybody and everybody can no jump substance. in. Yeah, because that, that disrespects the people that are like Canelo, who are out there doing everything they can and and Ryan Garcia, who's out there killing people, like those are the fights that should be happening. Those are the fights that we should be paying attention to because those are real fighters. These little things should be like charity events. They shouldn't have too much attention, but eh, that's what I see. Do you think that there's a chance? Like, do you think it's just like inevitable that like boxing will just continue to diminish as UFC gets bigger? Or do you think there's a way that they will both coexist and still? I mean, it's going to be a while because I think boxing, for me, not that I enjoy boxing more, but I just the bigger fights that I've seen has been yeah. through boxers because when you hear about a Mayweather or a Canelo or a Pacquiao, it's like I don't know, it's like um like these are household names at this point as sure. opposed to I don't know as many UFC household names, um, but that's just because Mayweather's been around for twenty years yeah. or however long he's been boxing. Um, UFC is fairly new still, so yeah. I don't know if superstars have been made yet. There's been quite a few superstars. Well, yeah, actually, um, what was what's that Ronda, Irish dude that everybody Conor hates? McGregor. Conor McGregor there's is a big one. Ronda Rousey, Anderson Silva. There's there's a lot. I mean, Ronda Rousey went to WWE though. I know, I know. She she was in and out, but she she definitely elevated the game, especially for women. Yeah. She pushed it. She was definitely big, a big yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting because I guess yeah, I guess it's just like people are making legacies like as we seek because the first time I saw a UFC fight was when I was in high school. That was the first time I ever even heard of like the octagon. Yeah. Like it's just crazy to think like <clears throat> like you never think like I don't know, rugby will take over football. Mm-hmm. But like we watched like UFC like <clears throat> basically become the little brother and just become the big brother. Um yeah. That, that doesn't happen very often and it's I think it speaks to just, like, how dope UFC is. It's so much more dynamic, like, the fact that you're, like, there's the grappling aspect, being on the floor, and then the kicking, like, it's, like, just everything in fucking one, like, like, 
just everything. Yeah, it's it's interesting and it's crazy how like back in the '90s when it was starting, you know, it was actually illegal in New York for a long ass time. And um, really, yeah, they oh, wow. they did like an event out there. Up until when? At, not too long ago, like a few years ago. Oh wow. Yeah, that's why like it was a big deal when they had that event in New York. Mm-hmm. And I think it was when Conor McGregor fought. He fought in New York at least once, but yeah, wow. it was. Dana White, the president of the UFC, he brought them a long way, and he's definitely escalated the standard for sure. Damn, that is that's interesting. It's uh, it's interesting to just see like new, like new, uh, like a new form of like fighting to just like be, yeah. be like getting big right before our eyes. It's interesting, and I'm definitely interested to see where the growth of it takes everybody and you and just like watching it like i lied now that i'm out here in la i definitely want to see like one of your fights once COVID is over um it just sounds like a good time yeah it's a lot of fun um, <laughs> yeah and then do you celebrate after a win like what happens after you win uh so when i'm on my diet and everything i'm very strict i don't drink i just stick to it so afterwards i like to drink i like to eat i'll do it all so afterwards we you know say what up to everybody take our pictures and then we just i just eat just, just go I straight just, to the drive-thru. straight to eat. <laughs> All right, we're, we're eating good tonight. Absolutely. So the training, that's also another thing I kind of wanted to, you know, get in, get into your head because I'm sure that training is, like, rigorous as, as fuck. So, like, how do you – what kind of regimen do you put yourself on? Like, say you have a, a fight three weeks out. Like, what what is now your main thing, like, that you're doing to get in, in shape or, or whatever? So I feel real lucky because my job is very physical. Like I'm climbing, there's no elevators or anything. So um, I feel I'm already like working hard as soon as I start. Wake up at five in the morning, start working, sometimes eight, 10 hour days or whatever. And yeah. then after that, I go to the gym and depending the day of the week, we'll do different things like, you know, striking, wrestling, jujitsu. And I'll do two to three hours. If I'm going to be up super early the next morning because of work, then I'll just work on cardio or like shadow box and just practice technique and stuff and then go to bed damn and your diet what did you I, i'm sorry i, I might have missed it but your diet like what are you eating um i opted out and i decided to be super lazy so i pay for a meal service plan where they uh, deal with everything they deal with my macros and stuff uh I that's clutch you yeah. don't want to have to deal with that shit no it's just one less thing and i it's just super easy it's a little pricey but I did trifecta, and honestly, like, I felt good. In all yeah. my fights, I never had any cardio issues. Yeah. I didn't even sit on the bench. In all my fights, I stood up, and I was ready to go every single round. So, yeah, definitely paid. paid How much of it is, if you had to break it down, is physical and mental? 90, term- 90% mental, 10% physical. Really? Yeah. It's, you're constantly battling yourself because some days you have great days where you feel like you're unstoppable yeah. and you're like, yes, I could take on anybody. And then other days you're just like, what am I doing? Like I'm trash. So it's just this weird balance of like trying to, it definitely comes down to the energy. Cause even how you said before, when you went into the ring and you saw the fear in that gentleman's eyes yeah. and like that just set the tone for the fight. Like yeah. if you come in with that energy, you're going to be thinking about some shit and get knocked out while you're not paying attention because you're thinking about, oh, I, my form is off or whatever is in your head that's, yeah. like, holding you back. That's that's crazy. It's so true, though. Like, I for that first fight, like, I fed off his energy. I 
I went out there and you would have never thought it was my first fight. That's how confident I went into that. And then I got a second round TKO. I was like, game over. He's done. The second fight, I fought an undefeated dude and I actually lost that fight. But he was not scared. Like, it was exciting to the fact that, like, I, I was, like, really testing myself this time. Like, yeah. I knew I could break the other guy. This guy, I didn't know. And That's, I was, um, is that the one with, uh, I think I have it here. Trevor Santana? Yep. Okay. Um, so that's actually what I wanted to ask you. So you did lose that fight. It was like a split decision. It wasn't a knockout. Mm -hmm. So what did you <clears throat> take from that, if anything, to kind of help you, like, win the next fight? Like, was there something you learned that you took, that you really made sure to remember for the next one? Yeah, I don't get emotional. Um, this is a strictly business game. And, like, Trevor, real nice guy, he came up to me, my coach, before the fight, and we talked. We Great dude. But during the fight, like, he was uh, he was pressure heavy. Like, he just kept coming forward. And I remember seeing his fights. And when we were preparing for him, I would see that he bullied everybody he had fought. And he was going on this, like, four or five win streak undefeated. And he was ranked. So I was like, I'm going to be the guy to knock him out. I'm going to stop him. He can't bully me. Yeah. And I'm, like, not Think about everything except the, the game plan. Yeah, like my coaches, we had a very good game plan. We we're going to use our footwork, our reach to pick him apart. And then in the later rounds when he gasses out, knock him out. But I didn't, I didn't do it. I just ran at him. And next thing you know, he lifted me up over my head, ran to his corner, and just dropped me. And I was like, damn. I and think I, I saw in that fight, too, your first hit almost put him on his ass. Uh, well, that's why I shouldn't be disrespectful. <clears throat> no. But you know what I'm saying? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. like one, like... Because in the caption, it said you lost. But the first swing, I'm pretty sure he kind of fell to the floor and had to get back up. Yeah. So you started off on a really good note. That was actually the second and third round. Like, the first round, he dominated. Oh, that was the second. Just completely dominated. The second and third round, I dropped him like two or three times. And he just kept getting up. He got really good takedowns on me. Wow. And I think that's what kind of gave it to the judges. Yeah. Because there was a few times where I, everybody thought the fight was going to be over. But, you know, he's a tough kid. He just popped back up and just started hitting me just as hard as I hit him. So Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say about kind of composure is, like, the biggest thing that, like, you learn from that. Like, just <clears throat> sticking to your game plan, not, you know, getting too emotional. Because from me, like, just very, very novice eyes, when I watch Mayweather fights, that's the number one thing I just always get from him. Like, he will not stray away from his plan. Yeah. If he, he's going to run you around that ring like and just like get strategically like not he won't get big hits but he'll like get little hits here and there where i guess there's there's points with every hit or whatever yeah. so he'll hit you and you won't realize it but then at the end of the round he has like i don't know how like but how many but like a good amount of hits on you and you barely touched him yeah i get it a lot of people they they want that like knockout stuff and blah 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 but i think one of my training partners put it best like Everybody in the fight game has a position or a few positions that's fair for you and unfair for your opponent. And your goal is to stay where it's fair for you and unfair for him. Mayweather is a tactician. He's super slick. He's he's good at just picking you apart. So it doesn't make sense for him to be like Tyson because he's just going to get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, because Tyson is huge. And Mayweather, yeah. he's a small guy. I mean, I'm sure if he trained his power, he could start knocking people out. But... But he then, found what works for him. Yeah, that's the thing. He's got to do what works for him and not what everybody else does. Yeah. Which is sad that he's <clears> taking <throat> this Logan Paul fight. But he's about to knock this kid out. Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't, even, I don't even think he'll last three rounds. But we'll see. What I'm, like, scared and I'm, like, maybe I shouldn't. 
I mean, not that I have a horse in this race, but like, what if he actually knocks out Mayweather? Now this YouTuber <clears throat> is going to be able to run around saying, I am the best fighter of, like, I'm the best fighter out right now. I knocked out the best or whatever. I mean, not even to discredit him or anything, but look who he's fighting, though. And old Mayweather, who hasn't fought in a while, it's not even a serious fight. And yeah, I think it's an exhibition. Yeah, so if it's an exhibition, it may be under the same rules that the Tyson and uh, Roy Jones fight was, where there was no knockouts and stuff mm. like that. So it could be like that. I hope that they allow knockouts, because I kind of want to see him get knocked out. Just Everybody because I feel does. like boxing deserves that, because it's like, this is like making a mockery of like, it, and again, it goes against like all these guys that are putting in work and like really going yeah. for hard fights, and and then you got this like kind of freak show type deal. Like, what do you think that boxing should be doing to like if if you even have ever thought about this? Like, instead of trying to get this low hanging fruit kind of content, like how sh- could they better push their main real guys? Like, I mean, I think they've been doing an alright job. I think uh, I don't really think about it too much, but. That there's a lot of money in boxing, and I think they're doing good. It's just when you have these like weird freak show fights, it's kind yeah, of like, it just like doesn't. It's just not a good look. I, it just like like if I were <coughs> if I were fighting for a boxing promotion, that would piss me off because it's like yo, I'm I'm trying to be a champion and do my yeah. thing. Like why is this even getting attention? Yeah, no, it's it's weird. I think it also just has to do with um the pandemic and like. It's, it's just, money. It's all it's money. It's just like everyone just wants money right now. Like there's not much going on. Um, the only thing that I wish that I hope that they um, implement into like regular um, regular fights is I haven't I didn't watch that fight, but I heard Snoop Dogg was amazing as a commentator. Yeah, he was funny. They should put regular people commentating fights because. I feel like that shit would be so funny. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, they, like in the UFC, they mix around with a couple different people. I feel like maybe having someone who has fought or a little more experience, they can kind of explain it to people who are just casual or don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But Snoop, he's, oddly enough, he has commentated before. Yeah, he, yeah. No, Snoop is not new to this. Yeah, he commentated with Arai Faber on the Contender Series. Of oh, America. wow. So that was pretty cool to watch him commentate MMA fights and... See, that's cool. Um, just because it helps like normal people outside of the culture like me to just like understand it in layman terms. Like you, yeah. like it's good that they had they had like a regular announcer who's like knowledgeable. But then Snoop Dogg, like I like I saw one one clip where he was like, "Ooh, auntie, my uncles are out fighting again in the <laughs> like the uncles are fighting again outside because <laughs> yeah. they were they were making fun of how old they were." Yeah, and I'm like not to like you don't want it to be too casual because you want like serious commentary but just that little humor in it yeah. just it just makes it a little i think it's just snoop being snoop that's all it is like he's just a very he's just snoop dog yeah man. snoop dog is a legend he's cool he slays some like super slick stuff i don't even think he thinks about it it just comes out and it just happens to be funny as hell yeah snoop dog is a go he's a los angeles legend speaking of music I also kind of wanted to ask. Um, this is this will be the last question. I pretty much asked everything I wanted to ask. Um, but so I'm most people know me for music. So I wanted to kind of understand what you might listen to to get you in. Like, what's on the playlist right before a fight? Like, are we listening to DMX, Eminem? Uh, like for the last one, Mob Deep. Um, Mob Deep. That was really that was the track that just stuck out in my head. But I usually just <laughs> that was my walkout song and everything. But I usually just listen to instrumental music and I just like think. Oh yeah, I think a lot. 
like like just uh like what kind of instrumental music um i love the piano i think that's a beautiful instrument but you wow know, something that calm yeah like it's, wow i guess because you're about to go into a storm you want to maybe reach a zen a little bit before i guess yeah i mean i'm a very like pretty mellow person in general so i feel like that just kind of just reflects who I am, but hmm. yeah, I listen to that. And then See, I, just, I would think in your headphones is like, till I collapse or some yeah. shit. <laughs> like sometimes, <laughs> yeah, but I think just like that very calming stuff, like that just puts me in this weird middle ground where I could just go to war and I'd be straight.